Okay, with Maddie Murphy, uh, Loosen Up is the short film. She is the co-writer, co-director, co-producer, co-star. She's just the co-everybody. She, she's got her her paws in every aspect of the film. And uh, I guess she has, she has some key collaborators as well, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. I've uh, basically taken on jack of all trades on this one because uh, it's a passion project of mine. And I have a, a lot of people that have helped me along the way. <laughs> so tell me about the... This is this is your this is kind of you kind of kind of came up with the concept uh to to did you did you initially always want to did you always want to act in the film was that something that was that was, that was the key goal for the film yeah so I am an actor first and uh, I started producing projects outside of that you know it was about creating my own work um, and this story in particular is about my own experience with vaginismus um, it's something that not a lot of people were talking about it was a huge insecurity of mine because of that because when you have this um it and nobody talks about it you feel so much more isolated and alone in that experience um and then just ultimately i ended up building upon it realizing that a lot of the anxious thoughts i was having about it kind of fit into the world of a sitcom <laughs> yeah. so as soon as i was able to see the comedy in it um i just was able to spark inspiration for my own life and put this together well, that's interesting. It's to take the most vulnerable and insecure moments that you have in your life and make a comedy out of it. Yeah. I mean, comedy and tragedy are so, so intertwined with each yeah, other. That's, that the, art, was, that's yeah. the art of comedy. That's what makes people laugh is it's yeah. going to be tragic and funny at the, and funny at the same time, I guess. Right. And that's comedy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, okay. So you, did you start, you started initially writing the script and then when did Evan come aboard? So uh, basically, well, it did start as it is a, a series first. So Loosen Up the Short is our proof of concept short, okay. basically, um, just to give you a little background on that. But yeah, Evan came aboard. He's actually um, my partner in life as well as my partner uh, on this project. Um, and so it was one of those things where I was taking this personal story of mine and I was starting to draft it out. And it can be so hard to take your own personal story and step outside of it a little bit and uh, get some perspective. So um, he's somebody that I've always worked with. So I asked for his input and ultimately we ended up choosing to write it together. And uh, he's been kind of my rock in all this. He's helped me along the way uh, while also, of course, making sure that I'm getting my story out there and told. So, okay. So how many, so is it, are you making the pilot now then or? Hopefully. So we, okay. uh, it's something we're going to hopefully pitch this year. Um, it is uh, hopefully on the way, um, but it's just a matter of, you know, the strike just ended. A lot of things are on the backlogs and everything. So we're hoping to pitch it to some streaming services, some showrunners later this year, uh, but it might be a little bit. We're just kind of getting that time in the festival circuit right now to get our yeah. name out there. <laughs> no, I didn't know if it was going to be like a, a self-produced web series or something that mm -hmm. you want to like, obviously, I talked to a lot of people who make proof of concept films. I was just talking about it with the screenwriters group. Um, so it's a great concept. So basically, but I didn't know if it was something that you like, you're going to self-produce, but it's, not, it's something that you want to, I guess, go with the studios, I guess. The, the, yeah. The I mean, either way I want it to get made. So if I have to self-produce it, that's happening because <laughs> uh, I just think it's an important story that should get out there. Um, but I am hopeful that we'll get the budget that we need from a bigger studio. And then we'll also get the recognition because it is a story that I think is important to a lot of people. So if we're able to sell it to a bigger streaming service or something, um, it can help educate people along with helping those experiencing it feel a lot less alone. All right. So let's do a little bit of education right now. So what's it? Sure. Uh, 
teach me how to say the, the, <laughs> the so it's vaginismus vaginismus okay so yes. it is what it is so then yeah. that's a condition which is involuntary uh, involuntary muscle spasm that interferes with vaginal intercourse or other penetration of the vagina yeah exactly yeah so it's just it basically makes it either impossible or just really painful for any sort of penetration. So that can include penetrative sex, gynecological exams, uh, tampon insertion. So it's just a very frustrating condition that a lot of uh, AFAB folks experience. And when did you know that you had this condition? Um, so I definitely was never able to put a tampon in when I was younger uh, and having my period, but I just figured, you know, I don't know what I'm doing whatever. <laughs> but it usually for most people and for me, uh, it manifests when you first try to have sex, just like it does for Charlie, our main character in the short, you first try to have sex, it's not quite working. And it's just really confusing. It's painful. It's not happening. Um, and so that was my experience having that. And I went to the gynecologist and was fortunate enough to have somebody who actually knew what it was and could diagnose me because a lot of people don't get that it's not very well known in gynecology, unfortunately. Um, yeah. But I had a gynecologist that was able to correctly diagnose me and get me along the right path and help me go to pelvic floor therapy and everything. And uh, now I can safely say it's uh, I'm, I'm mostly past it. It's still something I have to work with every day, but um, it's something I know how to deal with now. <laughs> is it is it psychological, like like uh, psych, like psych, psychosomatic almost, or is it there's a there's an actual like physical problem with the reason why you have it? Yeah, there's different components to it. Uh, there is a psychological aspect and there is a physical aspect. Um, yeah, so it's it's everything kind of meshing together. Uh, so a lot of the time they'll treat it with a sex therapist along with somebody who can be kind of a physical therapist down there. Uh, what ended up working for me most was the pelvic floor therapy, which is basically just physical therapy for the vagina. Um, so that uh, was really helpful for me ultimately um, because it's something that I've struggled with since I was young. So I I didn't really feel like it was as psychological for me, but a lot of people, it can be um, psychological. It could be from trauma. You know, there, there's secondary vaginismus where you didn't have it before, but then some sort of traumatic incident happens and it, uh, it happens for you then. Um, so there's a lot of different factors, but it is, it is basically a meshing of the two. Okay. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. What is, yeah, it's probably something that that's been going on obviously since the beginning of humanity, but then obviously because of modern, the modern world that we live in and things are, are, I guess, more discovered now, I guess. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's something that um, even today it's, it is discovered, but even today, like I said about gynecology yeah. there's a lot of OBGYNs. um they're not getting the education in it right now so uh i was really lucky again to have a gynecologist who knew what it was but there's a lot of people who go to their gynecologist and have them just be like just suck it up you know just have a glass of wine you know very undereducated things so it is something that there are a lot of groups out there that are trying to um spread awareness for that yeah. uh so that there is that education within female healthcare so that there's not that trauma and that experience of having um, a bad gynecological visit. Um, but yeah, I think it was like the 1970s where the term was first coined. So it's it's been known for a little bit, but it's still yeah. pretty under wraps. So I'm hopeful that with this project and all the other things that other organizations are doing, it can get a little more awareness. Yeah. 
I think it's pretty safe to say that men have it made. Let's uh, like, uh, hopefully uh, you're okay with me saying that. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys got it easy. <laughs> okay, so tell me about the poster in the movie. Saturdays are for boys. <laughs> oh yes so that was just um you know we have the the boy there uh that charlie is attempting to have sex with he is clearly a frat boy who means well but he's just not all there uh so he's just trying his best to be supportive but he's just uh not the brightest the saturdays are for the boys is something that i've seen in many frat boy dorm rooms so it was definitely inspired by he's that also 20 year old and, male which i was in university so his yeah. mind is is probably on, on one one cylinder, one track, I guess, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely one track minded. He just wants to succeed and it is not happening. Um, so that can be a lot of frustration for both parties. Um, but yeah, the Saturdays for, are for the boys is definitely, there's a little bit of that metaphor in there too, because for the boys, you know, it's not working for her, but it's that's all for I mean. him. That's what I'm, yeah, that's that's yeah. what I got out of it when I watched, when I watched yeah. the film. <laughs> okay, so... So tell me about the the cast. So you you have yourself, obviously, you're in every mm -hmm. scene. Tell me about the rest of the the cast then forming that. Yeah. So um Nick Petricioni, he uh is the boy who played Josh, the the frat boy that we were just talking about. He's actually a friend of ours, um, and he's hilarious, such a great actor. And we actually had been thinking about them him even writing the script just because we knew he could play dumb frat boy in a heartbeat. <laughs> and he was wonderful to work with. Uh, we had a great intimacy coordinator as well, uh, working with on, us on set. So he was just really great and a good supportive environment uh, with him. Um, then we had for Dr. Jones, the gynecologist, that was Krista Gonzalez. She is wonderful. Um, so funny. This is the one character that wasn't really based on a real person. So she could have a lot more fun just bringing that to life and bringing her own spin to the character. And she had so many ideas and did so much that was just amazing, wonderful to work with. Uh, we had Allie Hansen. She played my mom, Linda, uh, and she was also hysterical. What was important to me with the parent characters was um, they were very much based on my own parents. So it was both the look and also just uh, being able to capture that energy that my parents have. And she and Seth Brubaker, who played my dad in the brief scene we had with him, they both captured it so perfectly and had such subtlety while also maintaining the comedy um so it was, they were just brilliant to work with um it was just an amazing cast overall and then uh your dad too right like the, the <laughs> glad you know he doesn't really say anything it's just that he's the ultimate like panning over and this is not this is not a conversation for me kind of <laughs> exactly like human, right yeah, yeah. He has a much bigger role in our pilot and our series ultimately. But for right now, we're just kind of showing that little little snippet of who these parents are. The mom being this sex positive, very overbearing type. Yeah. And the dad being like, I don't want to hear that about my little girl. That's that's too much for me. Um, just being a dad, basically. <laughs> and I noticed that your character is wearing a jet sweater. I know you live <laughs> in California. Are you from the, the New Jersey, New York area? Yeah, from New York originally. So that is why we have a few New York accents throughout as well, because okay. uh, my mom's from the Bronx. My dad's from Long Island. Uh, he's a big Jets fan. So that's actually just uh, something. Poor guy. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Believe me. I have not heard the end of that. <laughs> but yeah. Well, um, he's in. Uh, their, their star quarterback gets hurt. So 
Yeah, I know, Aaron Rodgers. It's been it's rough. Bad uh, luck franchise. <laughs> truly, I know. But he's appreciated definitely bringing that New York spirit, spirit back. At least it's a part of it, even though he has trouble watching the film itself. <laughs> that, that was my, that was kind of my... You, my lead up to that to talking about that so have your parents watched the film yeah my mom's very supportive it was hard for her at first even though she is like that very sex positive vibe it's still hard for her to uh she's worried about me to a degree because she doesn't want me to be exposing myself so much that I get creeps coming at me yeah but I know she later learns that I know how to handle myself so I've been doing pretty well with that and she's been very supportive since um and has really enjoyed the film. My dad, uh, it took him a little bit to come around. He's always been very supportive. Um, it took me him a little bit to actually watch it. My mom had him sit down and was like, hey, we'll just watch it without her right now. We were going to go to a film festival in New York that same week. So she was like, if you can watch it, maybe you can come to the film festival. He sat down, he watched it. It was a lot, but he was, he was like the parts that were funny to him that weren't sexual he really enjoyed. Uh, <laughs> so he, after the second time he watched it, he was like, okay, I watched it twice. That's it for me. You know, that <laughs> I'm tapped out, but good work. I'm done. <laughs> so he still was very supportive, but um, it's a lot for him, which is fair. <laughs> He's made yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Yeah. So there mm -hmm. it's fair enough for, yeah. Cause you're, you, you're, you're literally exposing yourself too. Right. Like, so yeah, <laughs> you're, you're entertaining, but it's also, it's also mm -hmm. like personal as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's my own story. And then, you know, even though we keep all the sex stuff pretty, pretty tame as far as movies go, it's still sure. seeing your own daughter in that situation still isn't ideal. <laughs> well, it's comedic. You're, you're, you're mm -hmm. not, it's not sexual. It's, com it, it's comedic, right? So yeah, exactly. Yeah. 100%. Have you ever been to a gynecologist uh, where there's a poster that actually says hang in there? Like as, as per your your film, um, not that I've noticed. Okay. That was just sort of set design that we were like, you know, this just feels like Doctor Jones. She was very much the kooky gynecologist type, uh, so we felt that having just these motivational posters would yeah. be really in character for her. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I've actually been to a gynecologist that had those posters. I will say I've been to a gynecologist who told me I had the textbook vagina, quote unquote. So that was a direct quote from uh, my experience, but um, but not the set design. No, <laughs> no, just because I've seen those kind of like I my 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 uh, me saying not you those kind of cheesy those cheesy type of po uh, posters at doctor's yeah. offices. So I was just curious. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad you noticed it. I mean, it was definitely very deliberate, but yeah, it wasn't specific to any gynecologist I've had. <laughs> so yeah, so it's a nicely put together like uh, proof of concept. Have you written other episodes? So we just have the pilot written right now and we kind of have the structure of everything else uh, being worked out right now as uh, you know, that's what's going into pitching. We want to get our pitch deck together. Um, the pilot, we're actually in the middle of reworking a little bit just because with the proof of concept, it's brought up new ideas, new things we want to play with. Um, so we have been going back to that and we're hopeful to have a good pitch deck and pilot to be pitching in the next few months or so. Um, but yeah, the next ones aren't written just yet, but we have the ideas for where it's going. Gotcha. And then, so <laughs> you're living in um, like Los Angeles area. You're, you're, you're a working actor. You're trying to, you do, you do the grind, I guess, so to speak. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> just grinding. I like to create my own work, you know, so I uh, have my own production company and I'll be producing another thing in the, the coming month, which is exciting. Um, but yeah, just pretty much 
grinding daily and uh, doing what I can to get by as an actor out here. You miss, you miss like the New York area or? Yeah, I do to a degree. Um, I'm definitely, you know, that's where I was born and raised, but I love the weather out here, I gotta say. Uh, it's, you know, going home for Christmas and realizing that I cannot handle the cold I, the way I once was able to. Oh, come is, on. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm just you're, you're very young. It's like, I, I'm, I'm assuming it's only been a few years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even still, it's just, it's such a change. I don't know. I just, I like the warmth out here. It's much better in the winter. <laughs> yeah. 72 degrees and sunny all the time, right? Nine, yeah. 11 months of the year. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Can't beat it. So what did you think? So we send the audience to you. What did you think what the audience had to say about uh, their reactions to your film? Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, you know, it's definitely one of those things where I get a little nervous because it is this topic that uh, for some people might live in a bubble, but I feel like it can be relatable universally. And seeing that feedback... Uh, really demonstrated that because even though not everybody in the audience had vaginismus or had this specific experience, they understood the awkwardness of one's first sexual encounter or um, just feeling abnormal about oneself in general. Um, so seeing how many people it connected with and how many people just got it was very exciting. Um, it was really great to see that feedback. Yeah, they go, like like I said, there's a universal kind of uncomfortableness, I guess, that you made funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and of course, approaching it through comedy made a lot of people um, find even more connection because I think when you approach something that could be considered uncomfortable to some people, but you approach it through the lens of comedy, they're more able to find that relatability and find that sense of comfort watching it because you can laugh. It's It's safe to laugh at. So I felt like a lot of people were able to connect through that as well. Gotcha. So things are going well then. Uh, the, the festival, in terms of your film, I'm sure they're going like, but your film is doing well on the festival circuit. It's getting a lot of notice. Yeah, yeah, we've been doing pretty well. Um, I, I don't have the exact count right now, but we're we're in the double digits with festivals, which is exciting. Uh, we're starting to wrap up a little bit with this year because we do want to start going to pitching. Yeah. Um, but we we have a few others that uh, are on the way and everything. So it's very exciting. We're, we're doing pretty well with it. It's been good. And then, and then according to the blog interview, you're you're making a film next month? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I am producing another person's project, actually. Um, so that's a film called The Hour. A uh, little less comedy on that one. It's about domestic violence, actually, and recovery following um, domestic violence. A really powerful story uh, that we'll be producing uh, in February uh, this year. So that's coming up. We're working on the stuff for all that. Uh, so that'll be coming out shortly. And we'll hopefully have some more projects we'll be getting to do in April or so. <laughs> Okay, and one last question just for fun is that in the blog interview, you mentioned that Singing in the Rain is the movie you saw the most most times in your life. Mm -hmm. uh, that's pretty, it's a pretty, that's, I like that. They like to hear that from your generation, kind of classic, classic musical. Do you remember when you first watched it? Oh, uh, it's hard to say. I grew up with older sisters, so I feel like they were watching it a lot and I would just kind of come in. Um, but I was definitely pretty young. I, I grew up with musical theater being my main love okay. uh you know grew up in new york it makes sense broadway <laughs> so singing in the rain was just something that spoke to me mm -hmm. since i was little and i just kept watching it and it's still one of my favorite movies of all time <laughs> now i have to ask what's your favorite broadway musical favorite broadway musical oof uh well of ones that are current um i really loved uh some like it hot 
That was a really updated take on a classic movie. That was really amazing. Um, I also love On the Town. I love the classic kind of vibes. Um, very Gene Kelly-esque, you know, singing in the rain oriented, you know, like that kind of mindset. Uh, so those definitely speak the most to me. What I'd about say. when you were a kid, like when you first when you first experienced the, the theater? My first show was The Lion King, where we actually sat in the very box that uh, Rafiki does the like the opening thing, yeah. which was very exciting. Very I saw it. I actually I saw the Lion King. Yeah. I yeah. Know, New York. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it that was a great really cool musical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen it, but it's so well done, especially with like the puppetry and everything. Yeah. It's amazing how creative they can be, um, you know, like on the stage when it's not animated, obviously. Yeah. No, it's funny you mentioned that. That, that was a really good. Uh, yeah. I, I saw a few that week and I was like, that, that, even though it was like Disney and you know what I mean? That has that kind mm -hmm. of like, <clears throat> why am I seeing this? But basically I'm just being me, right? Like, it's like, I was obviously <laughs> older and, uh, and it was just like, okay. Yeah. Then I, I was very impressed by it. I was kind of blown away. Yeah. Like how, how, how creative they were, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's an amazing show. I'd have to re-see it again. Cause I was so young when I saw that one, but I've definitely yeah. seen um, things since and everything that just, it's so, it's so well done. <laughs> so do you ever want, I, I'm, I'm assuming you, you would, that would be one of your dreams to go to do a show. Uh, possibly, you know, I, um, I, musical theater was my first love and then I've shifted more into film and TV since I, in an ideal world, one day I will make it to Broadway as well. Um, but I think I'm a little bit more suited for film and TV overall. It might just be one of those things where if I blow up as an actress in film and TV, I'll just be able to get to Broadway on my own, you know? Well, <laughs> so that, that seems that's how it works do. now, right? So, yeah, exactly. Anyways, so, yeah. So that's the ultimate goal, if I can uh, find my way there. It's all about box office. It's all about selling tickets in broad Broadway. It's a, it's a, it's an exactly. industry, right? So if you got the if you got the name, then you can be on the show. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the eventual dream. Um, getting that opportunity too. <laughs> well, congratulations on the success of this film. You really you really hit it out of the park. Meaning that it's a gutsy film. And it's a gutsy performance and you're still in every moment, you got to make sure that people have to laugh. And that said, you have a very dramatic ending and basically that works. So tone wise, very difficult film to pull off because like, it's like that, that level, like how zane do you, can you go before, before the audience kind of pulls out? I'm sure you have many different takes in editing and you kind of had to find that tone in editing, but this is not an easy film to make. So from someone who, who uh, sees a lot of short films. So congratulations. When I, when I first saw it, I was very excited that we were showing it. So let's talk again when you make your next film. That sounds good. Thank you so much. And let me know when that, when the show becomes like either like when the show, like when the next episode happens, I guess. Yeah, we'll do. <laughs> All right. Enjoy the rest of your night. You too. Thanks so much. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Shlemiel, Shlemazel, Hasenbemp Incorporated.